As we go through the motions, shift by shift and week by week, we often forget to take time for ourselves. But not only that, we forget to take time to be actively grateful for what we have. I've been given so much in my life, and with Thanksgiving in my rearview mirror, moving forward, I want to spend some time every day focusing on those things that I'm grateful for, big or small. In today's episode, I'll share with you four ways that you can actively be more grateful and why this will be such a benefit to you. I'm reading a book right now, and in it, the authors talk about how people who actively practice gratitude in their daily lives are more likely to get along with others, sleep better, be less depressed, and have better overall physical health. They also achieve more, have more friends, and avoid burnout, according to these authors, that is. Uh, Like I mentioned, Thanksgiving just passed, and that doesn't mean that we're all squared away with being grateful, right? I mentioned that I don't want to do it just one time a year. I appreciate that we have a day and a holiday focused around being thankful and grateful, but I want to introduce that practice into my daily life for those reasons that I just mentioned, if I can be so selfish. (laughs) Um, I wanted to share with you what I learned when it comes to uh, actively practicing gratitude. Uh, particularly one of the things that come to my mind when I, when I experienced gratitude or I felt an overwhelming sense of gratitude was when I got the phone call telling me that I was hired on as a full-time firefighter. Uh, I knew that I had been granted the ability to earn money and provide for my family by doing something that I loved, helping others in their time of need. Sometimes there are things that might cause me to complain or get downtrodden, Sometimes I experience uh, drama or issues at work due to the people that I work with or whatever. It doesn't matter. Ultimately, I'm incredibly grateful to be able to perform the meaningful work that I do. I hope you all understand that it's okay to complain about things from time to time. If you're struggling, I get it. We're all human. We go through seasons. We go through challenges. And so don't think for one second that you just need to shut up or ignore it and then like not even address it and, and suck it up, right? We, we hear that a lot. Just suck it up. It's important to express how you're feeling. And you need to work through that. Don't ignore it. Don't walk around it. Walk through it. But just remember, you don't want to live in that space of complaining. You don't want to live there. You want to experience. You want to go through it. And then you want to keep moving. Ideally, we want to live in a mindset that's focused on humble gratitude. Once we start taking steps away from this practice, we start to allow our egos to take front and center. So by making a conscious effort on the things we should be grateful for, 
we keep that ego at bay, along with all the other harm that comes with it. Uh, like I mentioned, um, you know, the holidays are stacking up right now. We just had Thanksgiving. Christmas is around the corner. Then like a you know a week later, it's New Year's. So this is a busy time for us. We, we have a lot of fires. We go on a lot of EMS calls. For me, I particularly don't actually go on a lot of fires during the holidays. For me, it's domestic disputes like Uncle Rico punched or stabbed Uncle Tony. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's always like the family fights that I get called to, not the fires. But anyway, I digress. A lot of you probably worked on Thanksgiving or are working on the holidays coming up. And honestly, I think this is the first Thanksgiving I haven't worked in about 10 years, maybe, if I'm thinking about it right. Um, regardless of if you're working or not, you're going to be making preparations and dealing with a lot of family and friends uh, on your time off, right? And, and you're not going to have a lot of time to yourself. So I wanted to give you something to help you focus when things get a little hectic and hopefully you'll be able to think of what I'm going to share with you and take some time to yourself to help you keep your sanity. I found a great infographic online and it shares six benefits of gratitude that I'd like to share with you now. Um, these are just some quick statistics. I don't want to dive too deep on them because honestly, uh, they all come from a book called Thanks, How Practicing, uh, How Practicing Gratitude Can Make You Happier by Dr. Robert Emmons. And I'm adding it to the list, uh, for the, for the book club. Um, not sure when we're going to get to it, but it's on the list. So I really want to dive into the science behind all these statistics that I'm about to share with you. So number one, gratitude increases happiness by 25%. So according to psychology professor, Robert Emmons, who I just mentioned, wrote that book, gratitude is literally one of the few things that can measurably change people's lives. And that's a huge number to me. Uh, number two, gratitude improves health. Studies show that a grateful mind is linked to healthier blood pressure and heart rate, as well as a stronger immune system and less aches and pains. And I'm interested in that one because that one directly applies to me. But it's probably because I have a very invasive workout schedule, like five, six times a week. But you guys get what I'm talking about. Um, again, all of these numbers and, and these things are coming from that book. So if you want to dive into the science behind it all a little bit more, feel free to get it. I know I'm going to. Anyway, number three, grateful people sleep better. The positive trait of gratitude leads to better sleep quality and sleep duration, which I know we could all benefit from. Number four, gratitude helps us socially. People are more helpful more generous, and more compassionate when feeling grateful. They're also more forgiving, more outgoing, and they feel less lonely and less isolated. Number five, gratitude boosts productivity in the workplace. This one's pretty staggering. Uh, he says productivity increases by more than 50% when an employee receives a thank you from a supervisor. Just a simple thank you. Isn't that incredible? 50%. That's blowing my mind. Just that simple acknowledgement can have that kind of effect. Next time when I go um, on duty, I'm going to make an extra effort to make sure that I give specific thank yous to my crews or people that, that help me out in whatever it is I'm doing. Uh, I, I typically try to be very conscious of this. Every time we go on an EMS call or fire or whatever, 
I make it a point to take one specific thing that somebody did and bring it to their attention and express gratitude to them for that. So if the other medic on scene gets an IV, I want to be like, Hey, thanks for getting that IV, bud. I appreciate it. Or, you know, something like that. And I understand that, that it's all a part of our job, but how nice is it when people acknowledge what it is you do or the skills you share or effectively execute in the field? I mean, I know it goes a long way for me, so I'm going to try to be more uh, focused in spreading that out to other people. Last but not least, number six, grateful people are more resilient to stress. When dealing with trauma, adversity, and all the other things that come with daily life, people with a grateful disposition recover more quickly. This is something that I'm really interested in uh, diving into more. I really want to read this book because I'm very interested in how it helps us become more resilient because honestly, one of the main reasons I do this podcast is to learn how to become more resilient in all things. But anyway, again, all of these findings were shared uh, as a result of the book, Thanks, How Practicing Gratitude Can Make You Happier by Dr. Robert Emmons. So I like to share the benefits behind what it is I do these deep dives on and these episodes on because I want you to understand that I'm not just wasting your time. Hopefully you don't feel like I'm just wasting your time. Your time is valuable to me. My time is valuable to me. I want you to know that I put a lot of thought into these episodes that I produce because they're all the product of research that I'm digging into myself. Um, I don't know if any of you have read the book by Gary Chapman, The Five Love Languages, but um, what are they? Physical touch, words of adoration, gifts, um, quality time, and I can't think of the other one. <laughs> but mine is time. Time for me, time spent with people that I love, time spent with, with others is what I value most. So... I put a lot of time into this. I do it for you. I do it for me, but I also do it as a byproduct for you. I want to share the knowledge that I'm gaining. I want to share the insights that I'm reading about and learning about with you. I want that value to be shared. I don't just want to be this hoarder of information. So that's why I do all this. If you want to dive, excuse me, into these topics that I share with you, please do it. Please do it. I would love to hear the things that you learn. And I'd love to hear your thoughts and your perspectives on these topics. So a good way to do that is to join the Ignited Firefighter Facebook group and blow it up in there. Like, I'm not just saying this, guys. I really want to know what you're thinking. I want you to join the group. I want you to maybe challenge me on what I'm saying. Maybe give me your perspective. Ask questions. I'll definitely ask you guys questions. I'm very interested in creating a dialogue and a community about all of these things I'm sharing with you. I'd really love to know your insight. It's just going to expand my perspective. Hopefully I'll expand your perspective and then we can grow together. Uh, I read and respond to every comment in that group personally. So I'm very interested in it. And like I mentioned, the whole basis for this podcast is me looking into how I can be more grateful for the things, I mean, in this particular episode, but uh, I want to share these things with you. So if I can focus on being grateful specifically over the next two weeks, uh, then I'm able to keep the more negative things at bay. I'm looking forward to that experience. 
And uh, if I can keep those negative things at bay, then I can keep my feet out of the mud of depression and the negativity that might otherwise surround me and try to overtake me. I'm not saying that I'm particularly dealing with depression or any of that right now, but from time to time, we all feel those things. So if I can help myself, if I can help you uh, become more resilient in that thing, then that's what I'm going to do. So all that being said, I want to not just make you aware of the benefits of my findings and readings, uh, those six benefits that I just mentioned, but practical strategies for moving forward. So here are four simple ways to be more grateful. Number one, express gratitude in your challenges. We all have our unique challenges. We're all dealing with our own individual problems. One thing I want to let you know is that you aren't alone. You may feel like you're alone in these challenges, but I can promise you, you are not. There are incredible things that we're all facing, individual challenges, and some are more intense than others. As difficult as it is, there's still some purpose that can be gleaned from your challenges. There's still some meaning you can find from them. Regardless of how low they make you feel or how intense they are, you can always find some kind of meaning in them. And that meaning can help you come out of it better than you went in. One of the books that I read that really drove this point home, and, and I've mentioned this book before, and you'll hear me mention it until the day I die, is Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. And that book changed my life. And it did so because it reminded me that regardless of my circumstance or my situation, I still have the ability to think. And I still have the ability to make a conscious choice in approaching any situation and how I feel. Dr. Frankel's story is incredible. It's absolutely devastating, but it is incredible. His work and his theory on logotherapy has changed the world simply by expressing gratitude for the challenges that he faced. He documented them, wrote down how he felt, made active choices to feel a certain way. And, and then he came out of it, he came out of his experiences with a positive attitude, knowing that he could contribute something bigger than himself to the world. He could con make a contribution to the world. And that's exactly what he did with this book. So I would highly recommend you read it. It's on one of my, it's on uh, my reading list on my website. But anyway, moving on. Number two, keep a gratitude journal. You guys know that I love telling you to keep a journal and there's a good reason for that. It's important to get your thoughts out of your mind. Putting them on paper is a wonderful way to do this. It's incredibly therapeutic, but it also allows you to put eyes on not only the things that are troubling you, but the things that bring you happiness as well. I don't want your journal to be a giant book of woes and sorrows and have you turn into Edgar Allan Poe, but if that's what helps you debrief and get it all out of your head, then by all means do that thing. But if you do that, I'd like to make one recommendation here. And it, it's that uh, once you're done with that journal of woes, right, of sorrows and negative thoughts, burn it, light it up, toss it into a bonfire, make it, a, make it an existential uh, experience, make it a cathartic experience. I have a journal that I got at Target, and you guys might have seen it, called Burn After Writing. And I think 2023 is the year that I put it to use. The idea behind it is that you write in this journal and answer the prompts and the questions that it asks you. 
you bear your soul to this thing. Then when you're all done, you burn it. And by doing this, you let go of all that crap, which is the whole point. Get it out of your mind. Don't let it hold you down and clog you up. Number three, volunteer. This is truly one of the most humbling experiences I've ever had in my life, and it's made me incredibly grateful for the life that I live. When I was younger, my mom would always sign us up with the Salvation Army to deliver meals to shut-ins during Thanksgiving. It was our Thanksgiving tradition. So we'd spend all morning collecting meals, and then we'd spend the early or the late morning, if not early afternoon, delivering these meals um, to shut-ins and people who can't otherwise get out. And I got to tell you, walking into these homes where these people had no family, no one to spend the holidays with, and no means by which they could get out on their own and go get food was incredibly humbling. All we did was deliver those meals. We didn't even package them or anything. The Salvation Army did all that. We just delivered them. But even so, it was very humbling to serve these people in situations like that. These people might not see another person all day or even all week. And it was incredibly humbling and very beautiful to experience that and the gratitude that they expressed to us. Another volunteer organization that I've been able to be a part of is one here in Arizona called Feed My Starving Children. It's a place where we spend about 90 minutes packaging up meals for children and people halfway around the world. And these are meals that just need water added to them, like full of protein, grains, all of that. Uh, very nutritious, kind of like MREs, but more focused on whole grains and proteins. <laughs> um, we package these things up in single or two serving bags. And in 90 minutes, we fill pallets full of boxes that contain these, these prepackaged meals. And it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing to see. Um, I encourage you guys to take time to seek out a volunteer opportunity before the year ends. There's no shortage of volunteer opportunities between now and the beginning of the year, guys. There's plenty, plenty of opportunities out there. So seek them out. It doesn't have to be a big thing. Just take time to do something for someone who can't do for themselves. Number four, like I'd mentioned earlier, uh, quality time is like my number one thing I value in life over money, over anything else. Quality time is what I really care about. So number four, spend quality time with loved ones. I remember the last time that I saw my dad alive and it's a great memory. It's tattooed on my brain, but in a good way. And the reason is because I knew my dad was dying. He wasn't bedridden. He wasn't diagnosed with any kind of terminal disease, but he wasn't taking care of himself. He was a Vietnam veteran. He had heart disease, diabetes, renal failure, all of these things that are just kind of compounding on each other. He, he dealt with addiction problems throughout his life. And he'd spent a good portion of my life growing up and my adolescent years in jail or in prison for breaking the law due to his addiction problems. And all of these things were coming to a head and I could see it as a paramedic, as an EMS provider, I could look at his body. I could look at him and I could see that that death wasn't too far off. And it didn't matter how many times I tried to bring things to his attention or give him some help when it came to exercising and eating better, he was going to do what he was going to do. <laughs> and he was free to live his own life. And that's one thing I loved about my dad. He, he chose to live his own life how he wanted and on his terms. And 
once I accepted the idea that he was going to live his life on his own terms, regardless of how his health was affected or what it was that I was telling him, I was able to focus on the time that I spent with him as if it would be my last. I didn't waste my time on being angry with him for not doing what I'm telling him or not being the father I want him to be. I was able to accept him for who he was and then just focus on spending the time with him and making it quality time. So every time I said goodbye to my dad, uh, I, looked, I, I took an extra moment to just tell him how I felt about him, to tell him that I loved him and that I appreciated the things that he taught me. And I also use this, this time, this moment to take a screenshot of him in my mind, whatever it was, him smiling at me, him telling me he loved me, him giving me a big hug, the scratch of his stubble on my face, all of it, everything I could assign to those memories, I did. I timestamped it. And the last time I saw my dad, I can remember everything about it. And it was great. It's bittersweet, but it's great. I always made it a point to make our time together mean something. And he died soon after that last time I spent with him. Just a matter of weeks, actually. That time that I consciously spent with him means so much to me now. I loved him for the man he was, not the man that I'd hoped he could be. Because that's me putting my expectations on him, right? And that just festers frustration, anger, and separation. And I didn't want that. I wanted to be close to my dad. I wanted to accept him as he was. And I wanted to spend that quality time with him. So I'm grateful for the man that he was willing to be for me. And uh, I hope you guys can focus on the quality time you're spending with the people you're spending time with um, throughout this holiday season. Take those moments, take those little snapshots, those mental snapshots, focus on people as they are and focus on that time as quality time. Like I said, Thanksgiving is over, but that doesn't mean our ability to keep a grateful heart has to be over. Going into this week, I'd like to challenge you actually over the next two weeks, right? Cause I'm doing these bi-weekly. Um, this one's like four weeks after the, the last one. And that's due to like some serious nightmares when it comes to the audio and the corruption and all the stuff that was going on on the internet. And it's very frustrating. And this is like the third time I think that I've had to record this, but adapt and overcome, right? Maybe that's should have been the title of this episode, but anyway, <laughs> uh, I'd like to challenge you to focus on some daily gratitude practices even if it's taking two minutes to yourself to just close your eyes and say a small prayer to yourself, take some time and make a conscious effort in being grateful for what you've got. Even if your crew at work drives you crazy, make an effort to seek out something you're grateful for about each of those people individually. Even if your family is driving you nuts, take some time, identify a quality that they possess that you're grateful for. I know that if you consistently do this, You'll feel the positive effects of it, and it can potentially change your life. Conscious effort yields measurable results. One of the ways you can make a conscious effort to make small improvements is inside The Forge, my exclusive group for people who are looking to refine themselves into better people, better husbands, better firefighters, whatever it is you're looking for, your ideal. We're working towards that thing. Inside this exclusive group, we work on refining ourselves, like I said, 
specifically in the four Fireflow Path categories, fitness, intellect, relationships, and energy. And through this framework, we'll set goals and complete daily objectives that'll help us reach our unique goals. Goals that I will help you identify and establish personally. The benefits of joining this exclusive group are that you will get the quarterly goal planning template that I've created and personally use for all of my goal setting strategies on the Fireflow path. You'll get a 50 page workbook that's geared towards specific daily or weekly actions um, based on a reading selection. Uh, you'll get a copy of that quarter's reading selection. You'll get access to the private Facebook group and all the events and resources within, and you'll have weekly accountability meetings with me and other Forge members. We're here to help keep you accountable, keep you on track, keep you focused, and help you get to become the, the hero of your own story. So join the ranks of others who are looking to become the hero of their own story as well, and as a result, the firefighter, the parent, the spouse, the friend, and the person that they want to be. Click the link in the show notes or in my bio to fill out an application and schedule a one-on-one call, uh, one -on -one call with me personally to get you all set up. So during this call, what we'll do is we'll, I'll review your application. We'll review it together. We'll talk about how the forge is structured and how you can utilize the resources within uh, to reach these goals that we're going to set. And uh, I look forward to working with you guys inside the forge. It's going to be a great time. We start January 1st. Like I said, this is a quarterly cohort. So we start January 1st. Um, there's four quarters in the year. So if you miss out now, there's good, good news. You know, I'll be doing these every quarter, but uh, I would love it if you got started January one, let's hit 2023 right, right? So one more thing before I sign off today, I wrote a book called Own It, and in it, I give you a systematic approach to building systems of trust and how to be active in holding yourself accountable so you can create a rock solid culture where accountability isn't a bad word and trust thrives. You can get it on Kindle or in paperback on uh, Amazon. You can also get a signed copy on the website, ignitedff.com. There's a shop there. You can get a signed copy from me. I will personally sign it to you or whoever you want it to be signed to. Um, but get a copy and let me know what you think. Rate it on Amazon, Goodreads, Barnes & Noble, wherever you want to rate your books. Um, I would really, really appreciate it. That wraps it up for this episode of the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. Click the link in the show notes. Like I said, I've got a, a number of different links in there. Join the conversation, guys. Join the Forge. Join the Facebook group. It's time to take active steps toward becoming the person you want to be, toward becoming the hero of your own story. So thanks again for listening. I really appreciate it. And until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited.